coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are here, old school, channel 951 on Aloe, channel number one in your heart. Kenny Wilhite, Jay Foreman, Austin. We the old school crew brought to you by the Mercato, certified Piedmontese and special ingredients in butcher shop located at 84th and Havelock. Every type of meat, every type of cut. Uh, with that being said, we're going to continue the uh, the talk about, it really it comes down to coaching, Kenny, and uh, you know building the program. I think you know one of the things that... Uh, that's probably plagued around here. You know, I think that I heard the early group with Sip, um, Jake, and and, and uh, Bill Bush. You know, Bill Bush or Shafe, I think was in. But Bill Bush was here. Yeah, they were talking about the four star recruits that Nebraska's had versus you know the number, and then you know the only three going to the pros. You know, I think a lot of it has to do with even though they're four stars, are you getting the right four stars for you? There you go. Then also, are you bypassing a three star that's actually for you? There you go. That fits your scheme and your, your you makeup want. and yeah. everything that could do it. So, you know, I think you know, I think a little bit. I think that comes from. And correct me if I'm wrong. I think it came. It, that can come from panic, right? Mm-hmm. And panic, I think, sometimes creates the inability to think clearly. And then you want to be so short sighted that you need it right now. So then, therefore, I need to. You know what? I'm gonna go really try to get these four stars because it should be easier because they're four stars and they're, you know, their height weight is whatever you need. And they're from a certain, um, you know, part of the country. And, you know, it's, it's a lot of boomer bus guys, right? You might, you might see. And I think also before you, before you answer this, I think sometimes coaches will bypass things that they won't bypass for a three star. You get what, and mm-hmm. here's why. So if I'm looking at a, let's just say a linebacker, right, and say generally I like him, or just say D lineman, I like him six four and above. If he, but if he's from Georgia or Alabama, it's okay. If all of a sudden it's okay if he's six two and a half, but if he's from Iowa or South Dakota, he better be six. He better hit all these benchmarks. Mm-hmm. Well, then now you go get the dude that's six two and a half. From Georgia, 280, he shows up, he's 6'1 and 3 quarters. Well, then the dude from South Dakota that was a legit 6'4, big old country boy, and went to Minnesota. Now you've seen him for Saturdays, you know, in the, you know, yeah, four years four in a row. Years. Yep. Was that an occurrence? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, not to change subject, but Nebraska got a 2025 commit, Caden Vermas. Who's that? <laughs> Where, I mean, that? I, he's from Miller North. Um, oh, oh, he fast though. Yes, yeah, hey, he fast though. For it real, it was like pulling teeth to get. Yeah, he like a he gonna be like a little. So that's a yeah answer to one of your questions, right? He there, may not look as yep good as a Georgia or Florida kid, but you cannot you can't you can't you can't, you can't, you can't pass deny that speed. You can't you can't coach speed. Yeah. So and he got speed and they run and, like a triple op. They do run the old. Yes. They run the army offense. They, yes, but they run it 
to perfection. To perfection. Yeah. So yeah, congrats to him and his his family. But yeah, the answer to your question, it happened a lot. That's, I mean, they, it yeah, happens again, a lot. Let's let's give Coach Rule and them credit. I mean, I'm sure. Look, I I, I do know this. They played at Seacrest. I called the game. I think they played Southwest. Yeah, because then they played in the playoffs. I think so, or whoever they played. And I remember seeing him, and I was like, oh, man, you know, he was making plays. He played because he played offense and defense. Mm -hmm. Played kind of like that slot receiver. I don't know what that is. Wing back. Yeah, wing back. And then he was a DB. Yes. And I was like, man, I said, this dude, I said, I don't know who this kid is, but. He keeps showing up, and I said his little tail will light you. He'll come and light He'll your life up, right? You. Yep. And then I, I remember, and, and then I think at that point in time, he wasn't even on Nebraska's radar. No. Then I think Mickey and you know, Mickey and you guys took over. Yep. And then I think he came down for like you know, uh, unofficial, unofficial visit, unofficial came visit, for a game, right? And, and, yeah, yep. and all that. So then that you know I want to give you know Coach Rule in in obviously the previous staff credit for overlooking the so-called measurables, and and it's two years away. But the kid can play football. And that was my biggest point all the time. He's sophomore. He's got two years. You better get in the game now or you or you won't have a chance because look at all those schools are coming in here now. Ain't, it, ain't, it, uh, it, ain't, it ain't a guarantee that those kids are going to commit. Right. But their biggest, well, people's biggest concern was what are we offering to commit right now? They're not committing right now. You got two years. Yeah. But you better build that relationship. But you better build the relationship. Establish yeah. the relationship. And that's so. an and, and really and this is what I want to ask you about, man. And I know we got we got nine minutes before Kevin comes in. Thursday, then I'm gonna dip out, but uh not going anywhere, but dipping over there. But I wanna ask you this. And people always I here's my belief. This is just me, right? I believe you can be a good coach or good or great coach and a great good or great recruiter at the same time. Yes. Because here's why. And correct me if I'm wrong. Sternly correct me if I'm wrong, Kenny. Okay? Uncle Kenny then. <laughs> hey. I ain't like, that man. old. No, I know you ain't. I was just thinking, man, because my, my, my Uncle Grease, Uncle Gary, it was, he had passed away, and this was his birthday the other day, and he used to – when I'd be wrong, he bopped me outside the head. Oh, Anyways, I, um, I believe coaching and recruiting are the same thing because you – you you're doing the same thing so they're all it's all like together Mm -hmm. i I think where you really i think if you say okay well he's a good recruiter so we're gonna keep him as a coach well coaching recruiting is a is about communication yes and there's nothing other other nothing better than an example of bill bush right i talked we talked about how he'll text you in the morning Mm -hmm. but then when i sit in there he was like he he told me about his day he dedicates time to communicate with whatever recruits he's recruiting, and then he's on the road, and there's no questions asked. Well, flip it if it has to if it has to do with coaching. He's doing that. You think he's not commu- he's communicating and recruiting the players? Oh, he's he- texting his players. Right. He'll text his. He used to text his special teams players. Right. He's texting his players. He's communicating with communicating. his players. He's motivating these players when he's recruiting. He's motivating them to come to Nebraska. So, I want to ask you this. Why is it so hard? It, no, why is it so hard for some coaches to either fall in love with recruiting or do a good enough job to understand it is their job? You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you know, there's been. I mean, there's coaches. Some coaches in there don't want to recruit. Okay, then. Well, then I would say this. Well, if you don't want to recruit, then you really don't want to coach because in in this day and age, within reason, mm-hmm. 
you know, you had the Monty Kiffin when he was the defensive coordinator for. I mean, he was you know he's old. Right? He, didn't, he didn't recruit, right. but that's an, that's a one off. Yes, right. If you don't want to recruit, then you don't want to coach bad enough. No, because you need players. Right. If you don't have players, I don't care who you are as a coach. If you don't have players, you right. ain't you ain't winning. Well, here's what you need. To, here's what somebody should do. Okay, you don't really want to recruit. All right. Well, then would nobody bring it. So when they go and see Kenny Wilhite, DB, you know, say I'm, you know, Austin, the DB coach, you don't want to recruit. All right. Cool. I ain't gonna tell you about no DBs then either. <laughs> you can't do that, man. It's a team thing. Well, there's a, there's a way to get there's you a, to learn how yep. to be a part of the team because yep. Kenny. Then I'm gonna draw it back but, to this. But that goes on. That falls on the, on 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 the head coaches. I know because if I'm the head coach and we're supposed to be in the team, okay. Well, part of beating the being of a team is rec- coaching and recruiting, and that calls on the head coach too. Yeah. Because every, some every, head coaches don't like to recruit. Okay, but you might not need to recruit, but you could be the closer. Some can't close. Well, then <laughs> some fumble when when it's time to close. Some of them fumble. Crow, Crow Bay says there's an echo up in there. Anyways, I'm just saying, if you then you can't be if you can't communicate, and if you and, and it's not even about being the best communicator. No. So I would I would consider Matt Rule really good in front of the microphone. That's a fair assessment. Yep. Okay. I would consider some of so I've seen some coaches not so good, but if you know that you're not good in some certain situations then you need to go and find a way to get better at it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me, I'm glad we're here. So kind of just tugging every, each of you guys along. So if that's the case, it's no different than you're telling the player, Kenny, I need you to work on your backpedal. I need you to get a little better at a backpedal. Then you expect the player to do it. Yep. So how do you expect – that's what then I go back to. If you just if you want to just pure, be purely as a coach, right, how do you expect players to get better at stuff when you're not willing to get better at stuff? You can't expect them. To, you can't expect them to do that, and that's because they'll because they'll they'll see it, right? And that's where animosity comes from. Yep, that's how you lose players, and that's how you can just you lose your team too. Lose your team, and then you just exi- then you know what? You just exist on their team. Yep, and they're gonna try to work around you. That's when you know you're in trouble. Lots of trouble. <laughs> Right, lots of trouble, and I'm not. It's not just the college; it's high school. It's, it's high school too. It's even worse in high school because in, in Lincoln, they you, you got to be a teacher. You know, right, Austin? Is that right? Text line. Start a Hamer text line four zero two four six four five six eight five. If you if at Lincoln High School, do you have to be a teacher to be a head coach? Uh, they prefer it. They definitely prefer it, but I know my high school basketball coach didn't teach at the school. I know the current coach Did teaches, he te- but it's he a southeast, te- right? But he yeah. teaches. He's a teacher, yeah. Yeah. And I don't think that. I don't really, to be honest with you, I don't really think that's a negative. I just think that I don't even think that's really a valid point. I just think that's some of the stuff that goes on around here. I could tell you up in Minneapolis that you be, you might be still in a teacher. You want to be coach? You want to be coach? No. 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 Uh. Uh-uh. Because the well, first of all, like, like my Mike Grant's the AD. So he's the one in his high school football coach in Minnesota history. His dad's Bud. Yeah, so I was about to say that Bud. So, yeah. So yeah. he he ain't gonna like, he, ain't, he ain't going for it. Nah, he ain't going for it. And it's just re- it's very black and white. 
he ain't gonna overstep his boundaries, but he's gonna be up in there and seeing. It's like, hey, what's going on? Mm-hmm. You got like a year to fix this, if not. Ben on, ben on the text line is saying uh, you either have to be a teacher or you have to have a coaching certificate, but not many schools are going to hire you unless you're a teacher. So pretty much is the unwritten rule. You should you be, a be a teacher. teacher. According to the Lincoln schools. Yeah. Not in Omaha. Not where, that's I'm, why going. You, huh? not where I'm going. And that's why you get this. why they get their head beat in. Mm-hmm. You're a football teacher. But you said yeah. I'm a coach. We have, yeah, we have I do, but, but look, my basketball coach, who now is a college coach, was a was a teacher. I think you can find him. I just think that you got to have – if you're going to be – in this day – see, it's different. I will say this before we go to break. Coaching high school this, these days is t- totally different. Way different. Way different. I was talking to a, a baseball parent and, and I said, hey, look, man, you know, you growing up, you probably just played the YMCA and then you played high school. Mm-hmm. So you your only experience really of getting multiple – like a – plethora of games is high school yep. now it's flip these kids are showing up in high school baseball wise already been in way more high pressure situations against better competition for three or four years so if you try to slow play a kid that can play he going to another school he go quick real fast Cause he's, cause he's gonna get bored and then he's not gonna like. Mm-hmm. Then the worst part is he's gonna tell his friends, and that's the that's when you really get in trouble. Yeah. And you can't be known as the coach that grandfathers people's positions and give people's position because that first of all there ain't no good enough players in Lincoln no. or in the state of Nebraska to do that. No. So you better make sure that everybody's on point earning their stuff. That's where you can get in trouble. That's where that tweet came from. Gotcha. Like hot garbage. I saw it. I'm like Jake's been fired today. Yeah, it's hot garbage. Anyways, we're gonna go to break. We're gonna go back to uh We got your man here. Thirsty Thursday. Kevin's up and Strick stayed around. Strick I think Strick could do what's that what's that when you say the uh it was the Irish goodbye? When you say you're going to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you say you're going to the hey, no offense to people, my man people or my people from Ireland, but it's the Irish goodbye way. Is it like you say I'm going to the bathroom, they just they, they hit they, they out they, of there. That's how Strick did that. He don't know how highway. You think so? I hope not. We'll It'd see. be Eric O. Strickland. We'll, <laughs> we will see. Uh, all jokes aside, it's Thursday, Thursday coming up after this break. Old school. We'll be right here. We'll be right back. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.